For episode six of the Vikes Verified Podcast, I am here with my co-host Nick. Feeling good, and we are fired up after two straight wins. Getting the winning streak going into Chicago, man. I couldn't be feeling better right now, and I'm on the up and up for this Monday night matchup. How are we feeling? We're feeling great. Like you said, this is a different, different, different. football team. These last two weeks, two divisional wins back to back on the shoulders of Dalvin Cook and this offensive line. Tremendous chemistry from them right now. It's a really fast unit up front for us, and it really complements Dalvin's east-to-west running style. Um, that has just been our bread and butter to get these Ws, and I think it's going to have to continue Monday night in Chicago. Matt, what's your stock up, stock down from last week's matchup against Detroit? Well, I'll start with stock ups. On offense, it's Irv Smith. He's been great in the running game, creating holes for Dalvin, and he found the end zone twice last week. Think if we can keep Baller. him involved offensively moving forward, that's going to be great for our offense. Also, I think Eric Wilson on the defensive side is stock up this whole season. He's been Definitely. making big time plays, really made up for the absence of Bar. And I think he needs to be signed to uh, a decently long contract to keep him on the team. I think he's valuable to us, whether he's in every down role or like that third down role that he's been playing in the linebacker group. Yeah, he's just been a magnet to the ball this year. Three interceptions, leading the team. And stock down, I'll go K.J. Osborne. Uh, he just hasn't done much in the return game for me. I would like to see maybe Amir Abdullah get a chance, just kind of switch things up. He, I just haven't seen much out of him, and he doesn't do anything in the receiving game. Yeah, the problem I've seen with Osborne is he just doesn't. When you you got a kicker turner, you want him to hit the hole full speed, and he just doesn't hasn't seemed to show us that burst to really get through the first level of the return and really try to break one. He hasn't even really been close to finding a – some green grass in front of him. So my stock ups from last week, I'm going to stick with Ezra Cleveland. I think his put together two great back-to-back games, uh, really paving the way for Dalvin on that right side. He looks quick. He looks powerful. Uh, you can definitely tell he knows the playbook because he's moving confidently and he just looks like a totally different guard than his first career start. Uh, stock down for me, I'm going to have to go with Mike Boone on offense, just simply because of his lack of touches. Um, I don't know what it is. I know Abdullah got uh, got reps before him last week and ended up producing a touchdown, so that's great. But uh, definitely thought we were going to be seeing a little bit more of Mike Boone in this offense. Just really, I think, maybe has one to two carries to his name this season. And on defense, my stock up, I'm going to go Chris Boyd. Had a couple really good coverage Showed reps. Up. Yeah, almost picked off the first play of the game. Uh, he really showed some promise this week. Definitely prove that he's a competitor and he can handle those starting quality receivers in Marvin Jones. The next month of Viking football is sure to be a good one. A big one in Monday night this week against the Bears, followed by three straight home games, Cowboys, Panthers, and Jaguars. I don't want to say that this team could be 7-5, and five, but could this team be 7-5? and five? I think there's a realistic shot at it. We got to start out with beating the Bears, but honestly, I think that's the hardest one to get over. Yes. If we go into their place on Monday night, a place historically that we've had struggles with, I think if we come out of there with a win that ignites us to the next three at home against 
all below 500 teams. This yes. is a chance for us to really put this. Would, that would make it six in a row. That's a statement. That's that a statement. Really Three drives, straight division wins. That drives the team to the end of the season, and it, it really would get us, I think, a whole different outlook moving forward and into the playoffs. As much as we thought this season was going to be a wrap, it really turned into a contention, especially with the possibility of an expanded playoff. Now, this is something that's just been tossed out by the league as an idea. Um, it involves mainly just if a, a certain amount of games are unable to be played, they would expand the playoffs to eight teams per conference. Nick, does that give us an even better chance? And what are your thoughts on that? Well, of course it gives us a better chance. Uh, any way that we could f- that puts the 9-7 and seven into possibility uh, could possibly make the playoffs with a record like that. I think it definitely helps our chances, but I think that, like we said, this is a different football team right now, and this is a team that I think is starting to realize that we can potentially win this division after knocking off. If we get three straight division wins with a win this Monday night, I think this is a team that's, you know, eyes set on the playoffs. I don't care who's in front of us. Um, I think they can compete. They're garnering a lot of confidence right now, and barring a healthy Dalvin Cook, I think there's no one we can't beat. Yeah, I think we really made a statement with what we've been able to do these last two games, and this formula is can be successful as long as we run this and Dalvin stays healthy. Uh, like you said, I don't think there's anyone that can beat us or anyone that we can't give a good yeah. shot against. Stop Dalvin Cook, and then I'll just then I'll give you a, some consideration for beating us. But until his team shows me yeah. they can stop him right now, I think we can take anybody. For me, I think it's going to take ten and six, uh, nine and seven, with especially the eight teams. Like Nick said, that's obviously going to help us out. I think nine and seven gets us in. Ten and six is for sure. But I just wouldn't want to play around with much. I know some of the tiebreakers are going to be tough this year. So getting wins against teams like Tampa, New Orleans, any yes. of those guys that are competing um, is going to be huge for us. Definitely, and it all starts this Monday night with the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears, a team that started very hot. I mean. I don't want to say they were pretenders with their record, but now they're kind of starting to fall back to earth here. And a little bit of struggles for the Bears offense. Can't really seem to get much going at all on the ground with Tariq Cohn being out. David Montgomery just hasn't been it. He might not honestly. even be in yeah. on Monday. And Foles seems to be struggling a bit as well. So I think this is an opportunity for the Vikings to go and beat another team that we can beat and should beat. And I know Nick Foles, we, know about, well big games, <laughs> we know about what he's done to us in the past, but I think we'd really flip the script here change that narrative and go into Chicago on Monday night and make that three straight in the division. Hi guys, what's going on? What's happening, brother? Welcoming to the show, Mike Rabarczyk. Chicago native and diehard Bears fan, uh, getting some of his takes this week. How are we feeling, Mike? We're doing great. Looking forward to Monday night. Thanks for having me on, guys. Not a problem. So first thing we want to get into, I know you were a big Trubisky guy, so I want to hear your thoughts on the QB controversy in Chicago. Are they doing the right thing, or could they do something better? Uh, well, they already did the thing. So, I mean, once you, once you pull them out, it's kind of, it's kind of over from there, so... Uh, initial thoughts on that. I, I remember watching that game at the house, and yeah, Mitch was playing bad. Third game of the year against Atlanta, <laughs> down big at half. There was a pit. Next thing you know, we start the second half, and and Foles is in there. So 
And personally, you know, I think that was a, an early uh, early pull by Nagy there. But uh, like I said, once they made that move, I mean, it, there's no going back. With, yeah, right. You got to stick with Foles. The, the and a lot of teams pass on Foles this off season. Uh, Chicago decides to pick him up. Seems like they got their guy. He looked good early on. I mean, you guys were off to a hot games. start. Yeah. And what do you think right. the problem with this offense has been? Obviously, not having the production the last couple weeks uh, seems to be an O line issue. Do you think? Yeah, O line mixed with uh, a little bit of play calling. Um, obviously, you know, kind of see North fans at least know that the Bears are pretty depleted uh, on the offensive line. Got a couple guys hurt and uh, bad on some other issues. So. Um, you know, that makes things tough, obviously, when you don't have a run game because of that. I mean, you know, I'm a big fan of Dave Montgomery and think he has a lot of potential. But the guy, I mean, if you watch a game, he, he has zero. Nowhere to go, yeah. Zero <laughs> to, to go. get through. I mean, he is fighting his ass off. <laughs> True. <laughs> and he's he physical, I'll give him. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a um, battle. Yeah, I think it's a mix of, of O-line and, and play calling. Well, Mike, good to have you on here. How are we doing, brother? Um, I do want to get your thoughts on your thoughts on the season so far and the outlook on if you guys think you're going to make the playoffs, uh, if it's going to be a tough year for you guys. What are your thoughts on it? Right. Um, you know, if you called me a couple weeks ago, I would I'd probably have a different answer for you. But, <laughs> um, you know, we started off well. Um, obviously, we're scrapping wins in the beginning. Um you know, I was joking a couple weeks ago. We were probably the the luckiest or, or worst, you know, undefeated team at the time a couple weeks ago. Um, but now, I mean, yeah, right, everything's going downhill. I don't know if if we're gonna have the energy and, and the motivation to bounce back here. So, um, obviously, this week's a big one. So, NFC North game and the Vikings are coming off. Um, a couple of good weeks here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's, it's, it starts this week if we want to make the playoffs. So, Definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting seeing uh, Dalvin Cook go up against you guys' defense. You guys have had a, a good defense still this year. So it's going to be a, probably the biggest test we've had in three weeks for us. So it's going to be interesting to see what we can do. Yeah, so we were talking about Soldier Field and how it's a little bit more – would you say it's more difficult for running backs to get going based on, like, maybe the playing surface? A lot more people seem to slip on the surface. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so Dalvin Cook obviously trying to make the cuts he does. I think that could potentially be a problem for him to get going, especially since the Bears' front seven is pretty solid. Yeah. Right, and that's definitely the key from from the Bears' side is is how to slow him down and, and, you know, force Cousins to make some plays through the air. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you can't stop Cook and, you know, the Packers found it out the hard way. Yes. And and some other teams, you know, real quick, he could change the game. um, Obviously, that's... I would assume that's going to be our key um, on defense is to shut him down and hopefully we can take it from there. But, I mean, if you can't score points on the offensive side, I don't know. I don't know how we'll win the game. So Exactly. And, we well, the Bears have done it before. We I think it was 2018. I think we remember watching that game when Kirk Cousins threw for, like, 70 yards or something. Yeah, it was tough. And just yeah. got absolutely dominated by the Bears' defensive front. So, I mean, obviously on this end of things, we're not – looking for that this week, but we're just saying it's been done before. I mean, he's had tough games against Chicago in the past. Right, and I think I think we're going to, you know, get a classic Bears-Vikings matchup or, you know, low physicality, physical, low-scoring. You know, I was, I was looking up some past scores of the games, and, you know, they, these two teams haven't gone over 50 points since 2015. So, yeah, big you know, under. That's a lot. Slam the under, baby. <laughs> 
Right, Vegas has it at 44, so I, I would expect something that in that range, you know, yeah. low 40s game, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, so I wanted to ask you about Matt Nagy, too. Being the former quarterback that you are, and we're talking about play calling, obviously you know a thing or two. Uh, what have you seen from Nagy that you'd maybe like him to switch up? Would you want him to be like more take more shots downfield, like in early downs, or stop running on second down? What do you think? I think you hit it off the bat right there. I mean, we need to take shots. We're so we're so predictable um, a lot of the times in what we do. I think we're, you know we like first we can't run the ball, so yeah. Why are we doing it um, first and second down every series? It seems like to me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and then we're in third and longs every single time and asking, you know, whether it was Mitch or Foles to make a play, um, you know, with no time in the pocket, you know, to do so. So, yeah. you know, I would like to see shots, um, you know, off a of first down. Obviously, play action is probably not um, going to be effective for us given that we don't have a run game. But, um, yeah, let's, let's take some shots on first down and maybe just – dumb it down a little bit and, and get to the basics and um things like that too because i feel like naggy you know he has a he has a you know aggressive style at times yeah. and he, he needs to realize who's at quarterback who's at the helm yes you play know, the personnel the yeah right he thinks he drafted um a homes but he, he didn't <laughs> yeah. Him, yeah i kind of agree and that's something that's killed that we've been so pissed about the vikings this year running it on second and 10 every time because, I mean, the defense just stacks a box, and then we're left with third and eight, third and nine, third and seven. It just, right. yeah, that's just a play call that I think should be eliminated from that standpoint. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what uh, they can do with them, but I would love to hear a score prediction from you, Mike. How do you think your Bears will fare on Monday Night Football? Um, yeah. So this is, uh, I need a small some pride to say this, but I think the Vikings are going to win. Um Good like man. I, said, I respect I, that. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a low-scoring affair, as I as I mentioned earlier. Um, you know, I'm thinking like a, a 24 to 20 Vikings win. Um, kind of scrappy game, like we talked about, physical game. I mean, like I said, you know, we need to stop Dalvin. I don't think we do. I think we could slow him down. Yeah, um, hard to neutralize whole, him. Right? Can we the whole game? I don't think we could do that. Um, and then. You know, I think Allen Robinson is just going to get keyed on all night. Um, He's having a good from year. From your guys' defense, and then um, it's kind of like who who else can step up for the Bears there at that point. And, and I don't think Anthony Miller um, can do it all himself or a guy like Cole Komet or Jimmy Graham. So, I mean, I, yeah. I think I'm going to give the edge to the Vikings on this one. Yeah, I mean, anytime you're playing these divisions, it's so hard to predict these because you know every single time that it's going to be close, and especially at Soldier Field, a place we haven't had great success. Um, but obviously, we're looking to make it three straight division wins. But I think that the Bears are going to, you know, play with a little a, a different game. edge this week, knowing that we're coming to town. You know Always I mean? tough playing in Chicago for us, especially in primetime games. So I think it's going to be a battle, like you said, Mike. Low scoring. Um, we'll see who turns it out, but it's going to be fun to watch. So I appreciate having you on. Yes, it's always great. We'll look forward to having you on maybe again later this season when we play uh, here in Minnesota. Yeah, so Mike Rabarczyk, good friend of the show, uh, Chicago native. Any final thoughts for you? Hey, not much, guys. Thanks thanks for having me on again. And, and like Matt said, hopefully next time. Can hop on and, and the game will mean something down the, down the road for the playoffs. So, you thanks bet. for having me on, guys. No Love problem. Take it easy, brother. Right. Peace out, boys.
around the league, week nine. Matty Ice gives Denver frostbite in mile high, and Drew is anything but a lock as the Falcons fly out as winners. Atlanta 34, Denver 27. Whoop! Baffled Tom Brady and the Bucks get fanned by Drew Brees in the Bay in a primetime beatdown. Saints 38, Bucks 3. Okay. Tua tumbles over Minnie Murray and is turning into Miami's maestro. Miami 34, Arizona 31. Lord Pretty Flacco leads the lifeless Jets to another oh-so-familiar result. Pats 30, Jets 27. Huh? Allen grows Buffalo Wild Wings as he soars over Seattle. Buffalo 44, Seattle 34. Dalvin did the dash. Another 200-yard game over Stafford and the Lazy Lions. Vikings 34, Lions 20. Getting into some fan questions here. We put up an IG story the other day and had a couple fans send in their thoughts on what they wanted to hear about. We're going to start off with Stein underscore Juan 5. What up, Steiny? Nick, what have you seen Zimmer do schematically to help the ever-changing cornerback group? Shout out, Steiny. What's good, my guy? Um, I think what I've seen Zimmer do this year to help these guys out, a lot more off coverage for him. You don't see him in a ton of press situations. Uh, you see a lot more pressing from the slot, honestly, but I think he's giving them a little more uh, depth against these receivers, playing at five, six yards rather than pressing the ball. I think it gives them more time to react. Another thing I've seen a lot of is just obviously they're getting as much safety help as possible on deep balls. Harrison Smith, the veterans of the group, rightfully so, should uh, – be making a lot of those plays downfield so they don't leave them on an island too often i'd say but uh they're definitely getting acclimated so boyd and gladney we should see a little bit more press from them as they get more comfortable and second question from napo 34 shout out grant what do the vikes need to do to combat what i expect to be eight men in the box constantly on dmat i think it's going to involve timely screens and effective first down runs um like you said, they are going to load the box against Dalvin, especially with how successful he's been lately. But with the way we've been able to use screens and uh, with how much we've been successful on first down, those are the two things I think that we're going to have to do to combat it. And on third downs, when we have to make them, if it's third and six, third and seven, Kirk's got to come up big. We can't stall drives out just because we got to make a third down. It's just going to be making sure that defense feels like it needs to combat both of the run and pass because if they feel like they can just corner in on the run, they have a good enough defense where it's going to be a tough day for us. Facts. And our final question coming in from Halley underscore 12. Nick, is Dalvin Cook an MVP candidate if Vikings make the playoffs? Absolutely. Uh, Dalvin Cook has put this team on his shoulders thus far. Uh, last two weeks and the whole season um, there's no reason that he can't be I mean the guy is the most complete running back in the game uh, does a ton of things well from the screen game to blocking to just making people miss so uh, yes Dalvin's an MVP candidate if we make the playoffs well that will conclude our fan question segment we will do this every week so look forward to our stories and send in any questions or thoughts you have for us doesn't have to be Vikings related uh, entire league content accepted as well appreciate it Looking forward to this Monday night in Chicago. Some keys to the game this week. Offensively, defensively, what do you think the Vikings have to do well to get a W this Monday in Chicago? I think the biggest key for us in Chicago this Monday night is going to be getting the offense going early. Um, Like I said, historically we don't play well there. And historically Kirk doesn't play well on primetime. So getting both offense and him comfortable 
and getting us in the end zone is going to be huge for us as well as the defense. I feel like giving them a little, taking a little pressure off their plate is going to be huge, especially with the younger defense that we have. Um, letting them play with a little less pressure, I think, is going to go a long ways against this Nick Foles-led offense. Mm-hmm. And playing from behind is not the type of game we uh, like to play, and it's not the formula that we've had success with in the last two weeks. Key to the game for me, offensively, is to be able to run the ball early. I think we got to stick to what's worked for us. But I think my biggest key is this one's going to be a lot of Kirk Cousins. I think the Bears are going to be stacking the box. I think Kirk's going to have to make throws. He's going to have to move in the pocket. Um, I think a lot more is going to be on his plate this week uh, as opposed to the last two where he just basically turned around and handed the ball off, hit a few play-action shots. Uh, It's going to be a lot of him. And then defensively, I think it's – at least an interception again. I think interceptions have been huge momentum swings for our team this year. I think if we can lock up an interception in the first half, it'll give us some good good momentum going into the latter part of the game. Yeah, hopefully we can carry over that uh, turnover momentum we had from last week. As long as we got Eric Kendricks, we got a shot. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see this matchup. Definitely I agree with uh, Cousins having to do more, but what do you think is going to be a final score in this matchup? I think this is a classic Minnesota-Chicago game. I don't know what the weather's going to be like in Chicago. I'd assume it's going to be pretty brisk. Windy, probably. Uh, windy, yeah. I think I'm going to go with 21-20 Vikings. Bears miss field goal to tie the game as time Santos expires. Santos miss? Oh, that would be gold. Not another double doink. Hey, Chicago fans hate to see it. Yeah. I'm going to go 27-21 Vikings. I think Dalvin doesn't have a record day like the last two weeks, but he has a very good day, finds the end zone, and I think this offense overall controls the time of possession and gets a W and a much-needed win on Monday night in primetime. Are we feeling a Jefferson touchdown, getting him back in the end zone this week at Soldier Field? I think he's got a very good shot, um, especially with them putting a lot of of their kind of pressure on Dalvin and making sure that he's not yeah, going to kill him. I think really Jefferson and Thielen uh, both have opportunities to do very well. Wrapping up the sixth episode of the Vikes Verified Podcast. Bound to be big implications this Monday night in Chicago. Uh, divisional matchup. The Vikings looking to continue that quest for the playoffs. I think if we win this one, things are looking up. Yeah, this could be a heartbreaker game. Uh, but I do think we're going to come out on the right side. Absolutely. It's going to be a W for us. Big time on prime time. I think it puts us in the driver's seat to make a run at the playoffs here. And it's going to be a fun game to watch. Now it's time for some free money in this week's Max Your Bets segment with Max Dennison straight from the West Coast. Gambling genius. Let him make your pockets a little bit fatter this NFL weekend. Hello, Vikings faithful. This week we head over to our friendly Chicago Bear Pups. Coming off three straight losses, the Bears are looking to put that losing streak aside against the Vikings who seem to be well with my own eyes the best team in the league Vikings are heading over to the soldier field as minus 150 money line favorites and have a two and a half point advantage on the road it's hard to deny the fact that we are on a roll and we're looking good the over under for the game is 43 and a half which I think will definitely blister past in the third quarter I'm looking at a 37-20 to 20 Vikings win. The Bears seem to be spiraling out of control in every facet. Their points allowed 
in the last three weeks have gone from 19.3 for the start of the season to 25 points per game, and their points for went from 21 to 16.7. Not good in either direction for them. Now, we do play on Monday night, and our guy Kirk does not have a very exciting history with these games. Currently 0-9, looking to not make it 0-10. My prediction it will be is it will be 1-9 after this Monday night game. I do think that Dalvin Cook, obviously an X-factor on the field, shout out Madden, is going to have success, but not anywhere near what he's done the last two weeks. Looking like the best running back in the league, coming off 478 scrimmage yards and six touchdowns in the last two weeks. I will be betting Dalvin Cook two-plus touchdowns as he is the feature of our offense. Irv Smith looked good last week, and it wouldn't be a bad idea to have him as your first touchdown scorer as we roll into the red zone and put it into the end zone with our guy Irv. One touchdown from Dalvin would also be a glorious stat for him. He would be one of four running backs to ever have a rushing touchdown in their first eight games of the season. Hasn't happened since 1983. So all in all, the Vikings, minus two and a half point favorites. Hammer it! Minus 150 money line. Throw it in a parlay with some of your other teams you like this week. I'd suggest some favorites. And other than that, Vikings, Vikings, Vikings this week. We steamroll them. The last thing I'll say is there's a particular prop that I like a lot. I think we win by between 7 and 14 points. And the bet that I like as well is win by 7 to 12, plus 380. A lot of value there. I think Kirk gets it done on the road, and we improve to 4 and 5 and put those Bears at 500 at 5 and 5. Looking forward to continuing this run. Let's go Vikes.